We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. So, Joe Biden, who has been busy lecturing all of us for, well, as long as I can remember, uh, about the importance of COVID vaccines and then COVID boosters. And you remember one year to the day after he told us, hey, you get this vaccine, you can't get COVID. You got COVID. Now he's got it again. Look, I don't wish any ill health on anyone including the president. I don't like him personally. I certainly don't agree with uh, what passes for his policies, but I don't wish any ill health on him. I hope he makes a complete and total recovery and lives a long, happy, healthy life. That's my, my wish for everybody that I know. But what I don't appreciate is the, is the misdirection and the misinformation and the, uh, the fear-mongering on the parts of many, and it sure seems to me that the CDC and our uh, legacy media folks, the big tech people, the Facebooks, the Twitters, uh, seems like they all collaborated here to uh, keep certain information from us. America First Legal Foundation, uh, in fact, has been looking into this, and man, they have unearthed some very, very important stuff. John Zadrozny is joining us again, the uh, Deputy Director of Investigations for America First Legal. And John, I I appreciate you making time for us again. Where are we on this? Uh, Hey, Jeff, uh, thanks for having me on the show. Hey, by the way, remember when vaccines used to prevent you from getting sick? (laughs) Yes, I am old enough to remember that, indeed. Uh, well, thanks for having me on. So uh, what we basically did was last year, um, we filed a FOIA request with the CDC to find out immediately after Jen Psaki announced from the White House press room podium that they had been working with uh, social media companies to prevent disinformation and misinformation. Uh, we immediately filed a FOIA request because we wanted to get to the bottom of what they were doing with the social media companies. And we were finally able to get our hands on these documents last week. And they are pretty, I think, damning um, is the best way to put it, because it really shows deep, close, frequent, and troubling coordination between uh, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention of the CDC and at least three of the major social media companies, Twitter, Facebook, and Google. Uh, and it's, it's stunning, too, in the sense that it's not just a scenario where the federal government reached out to these companies and strong-armed them for information, and they said, okay, here's what we know will help. Don't, don't bother us. Leave us alone. It was very collaborative. Uh, there was interest on the part of these companies. There was proactive outreach saying, hey, we'd like to help you stop misinformation. 
it's, it's really mind-blowing. The documents we have, we have about 286 pages. Uh, you can check them out on our website at aflegal.org. And uh, really, the, the little bit we talked about in our press release only scratches the surface. And if anyone has any other ideas based on what's in those documents, give us a shout. Wow. You know, John, I, I get bombarded on a daily basis. There are a million different organizations that send me a note. Hey, would you like to talk about this? Could you talk about this? Why don't you talk about this? Uh, so I, I'm used to getting press releases. And, and, and that includes uh, the government at all levels. Hey, we've got this uh, new law that's going into effect. It'd be really great to chat about. But that's not what this is, right? This is hand-in-hand coordination of what you and I were supposed to be able to read in the first place. Yeah, and there was also a time, by the way, when everyone accepted the premise that the First Amendment protected speech, even whether it was wrong, yeah. uh, incorrect, or dishonest. I mean, you know, if dishonesty was the bar for barring stuff from being in public, the Democrats <laughs> wouldn't have been able to be on TV for the last 50 years. That's exactly right. Um, but, but we, you know, that's a crucial part of the First Amendment. It doesn't really matter if it's wrong, untruthful, or just plain misinformed. The reality is you have a right to say it, and the government does not have the ability to stop you. And what's troubling here, though, is there, there are people who are going to make, I think, a good faith argument. It's, it's a legitimate perspective, even though I disagree with it, which is that, hey, these are private companies. Um, they're free to suppress whatever they want. Uh, I can make the argument that they are, are essentially quasi-utilities at this point. You yes. know, it's the 21st century digital town square, yep. and they don't have the right to stop it because that's it. But even if you subscribe to that viewpoint, in a vacuum, maybe, but when the federal government is working with you when they've reached out to you or you've reached out to them you've essentially been deputized as part of the federal government and we are talking about a major first amendment violation here now and don't they also have to look at uh, section 230 because facebook twitter uh, these folks have always said hey hey like you we're just the digital town square so we're not publishers we're not responsible for what anybody says we have no editorial control uh, and yet, quite clearly, they're exercising editorial control. Seems to me the thing to do would be to revoke that Section 230 protection. But uh, in all candor, I think Republicans really missed the boat on that one a couple of years ago. You know, there there is a substantial debate on whether 230 should stay or go. I'm kind of agnostic. I haven't really thought about okay. it enough. But you're, you're right in the sense that um, they kind of want it both ways. Mm. They don't want 230 to go away uh, because they like the protections it affords them as an industry. But they are essentially violating the whole point of having the 230 protection. I would just just be happy if they said, look, you know, we are the Wild West. And whatever people say is said, if the CDC has an issue with the content, they can put facts and their credibility into the public domain and have a conversation. I mean, I used to think that was what science was about. Apparently, when something's settled now, the CDC can call a a social media company and tell them that it's settled and they can stop posting disagreements. Uh, I can't think of anything more on American, Jeff. No, absolutely not. John Zadrajny is joining us. He's the uh, Deputy Director of Investigations over at America First Legal. What's your sense of the so-called fact-checkers and the warnings? Because this is something fact that uh, Facebook has done a lot of with the uh, with the COVID information. If they allowed it to be put up there at all, they didn't take it down. Then they slapped it with this warning and direction, hey, you should go over here to look for it, more information, or... They had some of these self-proclaimed fact-checkers say, nope, we looked at it and it's wrong. Yeah, the, the, the fact-checking class has proven itself to be a clown car. Uh, and it's, it's really clear to me, whenever you see fact-checks, you need to really take it with a, a shaker of salt because the reality is they do seem to have a political bias. They, they, they contort themselves to find something that this administration lied about to be true or not completely untrue or whatever. Hmm. But in this case, 
again, it keeps to me. It keeps coming back to the premise that if this is such a mis- piece of in- misinformation, if this is something that needs to be countered, have the CDC roll out and explain it. The, the problem they have is not so much that they can't; they're not willing to counter. It's not like the CDC doesn't have a different slate of information they want you to know. But for the way a normal person with credibility would do this is say, look, a lot of people are saying X, Y, and Z. That's untrue. Here's why. And then you lay out your factual case using evidence, data, information, and again, your credibility. The problem is no one in the Biden administration has any credibility. That's right. They can't. They just don't have the ability to connect with the public. They lie about everything they do. And I, I, it's almost objective at that point to say that. And so they can't compete. And so the only solution they have is to censor. But again, they can't do it. They're not allowed to do it. And I'm hoping at some point, if there's a Republican Congress, the solution to this is to start cutting budgets of these agencies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's not wagging the finger at an oversight hearing without a consequence next year is not going to make a lick of difference. But cutting their budgets by 10 or 50 percent until they start following the Constitution is what's going to have to happen. Oh, man. I love that idea. John, so, so I know you're not going to do predictions, but anybody that you see that might be part of Congress this, uh, this next time after November that's going to have the, uh, um, as Vince McMahon used to say, the testicular fortitude to do that? I, uh, I honestly don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm a little wor- I, I will say this. Uh, I'm a little nervous about um, what you know, Republicans consider leadership and the yeah. people who are positioning themselves for leadership. I've, I'm a little concerned because they keep saying we're going to have a really focused oversight agenda. And when I hear that, I hear that means that Kevin McCarthy has already told people we're only going to do a couple subjects and you can't do anything else. Yeah. The reality is everything in this administration needs to be ripped apart, torn apart, scrutinized, and, and changed. And we have to look to lawmakers to do that. Hopefully, we'll have a few people. We'll see what happens. Yeah, boy, I sure hope so. John, listen, I want everybody to avail themselves of the research and the other stuff over there at America First Legal. So what's the best way for them to do that? Well, thank you, Jeff. Uh, they should come over and check us out at aflegal.org. Um, you know, please feel free to come if you have it. If you if you work for the federal government or any government or any community, and you see an issue, give us a shout. We'd love to talk to you. Come check out our uh, Biden appointee database, Woke Wagon, which is also accessible via our website, mm-hmm. and uh, you can help us there too. And uh, again, aflegal.org. Uh, come check us out. We'd love to be of assistance to you and, and help you figure out what's going on in the country. Well, John, I love it. Again, aflegal.org, aflegal.org. If you don't mind, we're going to reach back out to you in the not-too-distant future. I want to keep getting updates on this, all right? Absolutely. It sounds great, Jeff. Thank you for having me on today. Thank you, my friend. That is uh, John Zadrozny. He is the uh, Deputy Director of Investigations over at America First Legal. This is very troubling. It's very troubling. And I know it doesn't sound um, particularly sexy. Well, the government was working with this and blah, blah, blah. But, But think about this for a second. Social media has become, in my opinion, a utility in this day and age. I don't think it's any different than the, uh, the electricity or the water or the gas or whatever you've got in your house. I think it is a public utility. And when you have members of the Biden administration calling up, emailing the folks over at the uh, big tech operations, the legacy social media crowd and saying, oh, no, no, don't publish that. Here, publish this instead. Make sure that nobody can question anything that we do. That's dangerous territory. There was a day and time in this country where you actually had reporters who worked in newsrooms instead of uh, Democrat Party PR operatives. Uh, But back in those days, reporters would be outraged by this. We'll see if uh, anybody is going to pick that one up. It is 345, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.